Do you know seniors in our community looking for companionship? Invite them to join Copper Shores Meals on Wheels at one of our many congregate sites. Enjoy home-cooked meals with new friends. Meals are made fresh every morning by our dedicated staff so that you can enjoy it by lunchtime. This is a great way to get out of the house, stay active in the community, and build strong relationships with those around you. This is available at Hancock, Chassel, Lake Linden, Calumet, and Mohawk. Call us for more information about congregate sites at 483-1155. That's 483-1155. Welcome back to the second segment of Copper Country Today. Once again, I'm Todd Van Dyke, and our program is brought to you by the Copper Shores Community Health Foundation. They have, of course, released the list of organizations that are going to benefit for the Giving Tuesday campaign, and that Giving Tuesday campaign is actually already underway. You don't have to wait until the Tuesday after Thanksgiving to make your donation and get matching funds for the organization of your choice. You can do that at their website at coppershores.org. And of course, on Giving Tuesday, we'll be making a big deal about the whole thing and a lot of new organizations on the list this year and more money available to match. So please get involved in that. Support your favorite organizations. One of my favorite organizations is on the list, right? Yes, we are. The Copper Country Angel Mission back on the list once again this year. And as we head into a season that's very important for them for a couple of reasons, I invited uh, Sherry Middle, Miss Brown, from the board to come in and talk a little bit about how things are going with the Angel Mission in Calumet. Sherry, welcome back. Thank you, Todd. It's always a pleasure. Let's talk first about the uh, the new home. You moved in. It's been a while now since you right. occupied the new home there on the north end of Fifth Street. How's it working out? It's working out beautifully. Um, the setup is is wonderful. Um, as you probably recall, we've we're doing a lot of renovation to the building too. It was one of those typical Calumet buildings that needed a little TLC. Yeah, some had been done before you moved in. Some structural things that were important. And expensive, but obviously anytime any organization moves into a new building, very rarely does it actually fit what you need. Well, it, it's amazing how well this one has worked out so far as the layout of it. Uh, we got the, the main shopping area for our free store opened up right away after we got into it. And, uh, you know, that was carpeting, um, painting, some drywalling, you know, things like that, uh, lighting. And then, uh, right off of the main free store we have our our food pantry and we've been working away at that and we have uh, done a lot of improvements particularly roof uh, one of the walls had some uh, sill rot problems and things like that and uh, we're continuing to work there it looks beautiful inside and our last thing is to lay down a level floor it's a concrete floor but it's not so level so we want to do that this year. Okay, so do you need specific help on projects that volunteers might be able to provide, or do you need specific donations on those projects that folks might be able to contribute to? Donations are always lovely. Um, we're at the level that um, probably volunteers would not be able to help us out too much. Okay. Um, but um, what we really need is contractors with an interest in doing these little jobs that we have done. Um, you know, we've got this flooring. It's a pretty good-sized floor that needs to be leveled out, and we're open to, to having the suggestions of the contractors as to the best way to do it, and we'd love to get a few bids on it. Okay, so if you are a contractor, you've got some time coming up, and uh, you know, particularly if you're a contractor who might 
if you've got some downtime coming up, might be able to do it at a good price for right. a really good organization. <laughs> How do they get in touch with you, Sherry? Um, they can contact us through the website, which is ccangelmission.org. All right, so get in touch through the website, and hopefully progress will continue on the building. And uh, I know that one of the things that really kind of opened up for you with the new building was you had the ability to store a lot of your merchandise and stuff on site uh, where you used to have to kind of farm that out and store it in other places has it made you more efficient i think it has yes um we've got an upstairs area again this is another area that needs a lot of refurbishing but we use the upstairs right now for our storage and um, we've been able to put things for the next time that we go through that program such as we had some school supplies left over so for our next backpack school backpack program we'll have those school supplies right there available open them up and we can go so that makes a whole lot of sense mm -hmm. so let's talk about for those who are not familiar with what the angel mission is tell me about it well our biggest presence is our free store and we call it a free store because everything in there is free and we welcome people to come and shop it does not matter what your income level is if you're if you have a better income and would like to donate um, the value of the items that you take we welcome that because that's how we fund our programs yeah and that's something that I'd like to reinforce here you don't have to just be needy and not have any money to go to the free store. Correct. You can go to the free store. You can pay for your items. That supports the mission of the free store. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it's, um, people forget sometimes that we have things like overhead to worry about. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, along with the free store, we do have a food pantry that's open two days a week. And that's right off the side of the, of the free store itself. And uh, it is open, and we had it closed for a little while to do some refurbishing inside, but it's now open and ready to go. Um, we also have programs, um, and our programs seem to fall just bing, bing, bing in the fall. We start out in August with signing up um, students who need backpacks with their school supplies, and we have those ready for them then for the first day of school, and it is a backpack filled with age-appropriate supplies for that specific child. Um, then we go right into our winter wear drive immediately afterwards, and that's when we start collecting coats, mittens, hats, boots and snow pants. And then um, after we've had a few weeks of collecting, we start giving it away. We usually dedicate like a three or four day period where that's all we do in the free store is giving out winter wear. And then after that, the winter wear kind of goes off to the side a little bit, but we're still doing it, um, just not dedicated. Well, and it's winter. It's not even winter yet, technically, if you look at the calendar. Right. If you look at the snow that we've experienced and enjoyed already, <laughs> perhaps it is winter. This is so critical for kids especially. And I know teachers who have expressed to me their frustration and their angst when they see kids coming in without proper boots, without a proper coat, and things of that nature. And let's face it, we're a proud people in the copper country. Folks who are up against it are afraid to ask for help. They're embarrassed to ask for help. Please don't be. Right. Make sure you go in. And there's a reason that people are doing all of this effort. And, and it's because we know that there are people who have issues. You know, things happen. And... We're here to help. 
Correct. And um, in our mission, we say that we're going to be helping people with compassion and dignity uh, because we feel that that's very important. You know, it's it's dignified to still come in and, and get a, a little bit of help when we need it. Sure. And at some point, I'm sure if, you know, a person who's getting help today, if things turn around, they start doing a little bit better, then you repay it in kind. Exactly. And in fact, um, a number of our volunteers are people who have gotten help through Angel Mission, and they came back to kind of pay it forward and give us a hand when we needed it. Who is behind the Angel Mission? We are an independent 501c3. Uh, we have no paid staff. And uh, at one time, the uh, Angel Mission was begun by the Presbyterian Church in Calumet and, yes. and the minister there. Um, it evolved then and, and the church closed, so it went to Portage Lake United Church to um, help organize, support, manage the finances um, on behalf of Angel Mission. And then when we realized that we could not exist in our current, in, in that rental situation that we had been in and we had to buy a, a place, we decided that we better reorganize as a 501c3 rather than burden the church with another mortgage. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, we did that and the church is still there, um, you know, as our support structure, the presbytery is still there. But we've also gathered um, quite a bit of support from uh, Mohawk, uh, the Bethany Lutheran Evangelical Lutheran Church. That's in a Mohawk. wonderful church. Oh, it is. It is such an active church. You know, yes. just like with Portage Lake, it's a small membership. But my goodness, the activities that go on they out of get these things churches. Done. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, and Portage Lake Church. I know some people who worship there, and uh, uh, much the same way. That that's a church that really digs in and does things. Right. And we appreciate them. So. As we kind of look forward now into the holiday season, I'm talking with uh, Sherry Middlemas Brown from the Copper Country Angel Mission. Let's talk about a couple of things that were coming up. Uh, one actually kind of, as you mentioned, already passed, the winter clothing situation. Right. But this is a need that will continue through the winter. Clothing wears out. Yeah. Uh, new kids, we discover, that, uh, that, that need help. Adults. Do adults yes. get help, too? Oh, yes. Anyone can come in. And we oftentimes have a, a great demand for men's coats because men tend to wear out their coats, and they we don't get them secondhand in good shape. So uh, we always need men's coats. So if if you have any of those kicking around that you're not using, please do drop them by. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> asked me once about secondhand <laughs> stuff available in the Copper Country, and I said, I think that there is less secondhand material available here than in any area that I've ever been associated with because we do tend to hang on to things and wear them out. Right. I mean, other places, you go to places that have money, the bigger cities downstate or in Wisconsin and such, there are people there who have income and they just basically replace furniture every two or three years because they want to. They mm -hmm. replace clothing because they want to. Fashions change. Mm -hmm. Up here, we tend to ride that stuff till it dies. You betcha we do. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that, like with kids' clothing particularly. Um, you know, parents will buy ahead maybe uh, a couple of jackets for the next two years or something like that. And the kid says, oh, I don't like that. So what happens? Brand new jacket <laughs> gets yeah, set here, aside. Here it comes. Yeah, yeah. But around here, I think you're you're correct that we, uh, we do wear our clothing until it's worn out. And frankly, I shop at 
at Angel Mission too, because hey, if I can get something, you know, for a donation, <laughs> I'm happy to do that. I, I tell people my home, my home is furnished by St. Vincent de Paul and Lons. <laughs> I bought a whole bunch of stuff there when I moved up here, and not because I couldn't afford to buy it elsewhere, but because why not? Mm -hmm. I can help their mission. I can uh, assist in that effort, and my dishes came from there. Uh, my sofa came from the old uh, uh, Salvation Army store in Hancock. A lot of things came used that mm -hmm. way, and it's fine for me. It works great for me. I have no problem with it, and I hopefully have been of some support. Mm -hmm. as opposed to going out to a retailer and, and making those purchases. And obviously I do some local shopping as well. But of course. Uh, it's amazing when I need something, the first thing I do, because I live in Lawrence, the first thing I'll do is I'll head into St. Vinny's and see if they've got something there that'll cover it. And often they do, and I'll buy it and take it home. That's so, great. Yeah, yeah. And again, uh, you know, you, you can go to the Angel Mission store where things are free, but you can pay for them or you can make a donation and you can take stuff away and it supports the work of the Angel Mission. Correct. The other big seasonal thing that you get involved with, of course, is the Angel Tree. Right, and that's uh, that's actually opened up for registration of children. Um, Parents or guardians can register their children to receive gifts, and we ask that they put down two wants and two needs, and uh, we'd like the gift, individual gifts, to be under fifty dollars, um, because sometimes you know the high schoolers will want quite expensive tech stuff <laughs> that we can't quite manage. I want a MacBook. I really need a MacBook. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Good luck with that. So uh, we are taking registrations now, and um, you can do that at the store, or you can let us know on our website that you'd like to register your kids, and we'll, we'll try to arrange to get them properly registered. Also, sponsors can let us know through the website or by dropping by that, um, that they would like to sponsor a child. And what we do then is we, um, we number our children and our families, and so there are no names involved, and we give those registrated registrations to the sponsors um, they'll usually ask well do you have a girl that's four years old you know because they, they really want to purchase for a child of that okay. age or something and then the sponsors go out and they purchase the um, the gifts that they that they want to from what was requested so basically uh, and let's kind of break this down a bit step by step if I'm a parent and I have a child and I'm not in a position. Is there a any type of criteria? No, here? we no? do not so. ask any questions for a food pantry or for um, our programs. We just trust the people. So I'm a parent in a position that I can't be Santa Claus mm -hmm. this year. I get in touch with the Angel Mission through the website. I can stop in the store, I assume. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, call the store as well, and you can get them all set up there. Right. And I, as the parent, will provide some information that will help you convey to whoever is going to come in on the other side, get the gifts that are appropriate. Right. That's so, right. And if I am looking to gift a child, if I'm looking to be an angel, I can basically just come in the store, right? And Correct. Because you've got these hanging on the tree, or you will well, at some we, point. We actually don't do a tree anymore. Just, you don't? Just for space. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> 
You've, per- you, you've punched my whole bubble I'm in here. I'm sorry. Yes, it, it was named Angel Tree because originally we did have a tree. I know you did. It used mm-hmm. to be in the window. I saw it. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's not a tree anymore. No, it's okay. not. So it's the angel theoretical tree. That's right. We, we have so many kids that sign up that um, it really got to be too much for a tree. Knock the tree down. <laughs> Collapse it. How many kids each year? Oh, um, a couple of hundred, I think, last year. Um, yeah, you know, I should have looked at the statistics, but I think it was around 200 kids last year. Wow. That's, yeah. Well, and, and every year I wind up saying this, and I'm looking for the year when I don't have to say it. Because one year I would just love to come in and say, you know, we're not going to need as much this year because things are good and people are doing well and there aren't many crises going on. So all of the people who are supporting these kind of efforts, we can relax a little bit this year. <laughs> every year I think maybe I'll get to do that and every year I can't because we've seen a lot of inflation in the last year. That has affected food prices. It has affected housing prices, rents, uh, things of that nature. So I would guess, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I would guess that there are a lot more stressed families right now. Oh, I think that there are. Our food pantry has indicated that. We're getting um, new sign-ups all the time. and But, you know, this community is amazing. Um, if people, you know, can get themselves out of their their economically depressed situation, right away they're giving to others. Yeah. It's just an amazing community. You know, we don't have a lot of huge wealth living here year-round, and yet we've got a huge commitment to caring for one another. My friends from downstate ask me about that, and I say, no, we are not rich in the traditional sense in most parts of the Copper Country. But people here will give you the shirts off their backs if you're in trouble. That's right. And that's the spirit of, obviously, the holiday coming up, the Christmas holiday. It's the the Sisu spirit that we enjoy year-round here, where if you see somebody in trouble, you step out to help them. Mm -hmm. So, So if somebody wants to get a child signed up, is there a deadline? Uh, The deadline, I believe, is going to be around December 1st. I don't think that it's been officially established. Keep in touch with our our website. Um, But we usually try to make it December 1st so that we give the sponsors a little bit of time to make the purchases and get them back to us. Yeah, this stuff has to have a bit of a timeline to it because things don't happen immediately. You can't sign up on December 23rd and have gifts magically drop in by, you know, Santa Claus may be flying over, but uh, and magically drop in and be there by the 24th. There is time that's involved here. So if you are a parent and you need to get your kids signed up, or if you're grandparent and the kids need to be signed up, make sure you get that done as quickly as possible. And then if you're planning to do the shopping and such, don't delay on that either. Mm-hmm. Because at some point you have to assemble all of this. It has to be wrapped. I assume you wrap these well, gifts. Well, we don't. We let the, the parents wrap it so that okay. it looks a little bit more like it came from the parents, you know, because the wrapping paper is theirs and, and they feel, I think, a little bit more comfortable with it that way. They, they see what their kids are getting to so that they're not surprised. <laughs> well, and that's essential because obviously parents need to have control 
over right. what's going into their kids' hands, even though they've yes. made requests. I would assume that if I'm filling a gift list, I see the two wants, the two needs that you talk about. I assume I could add a few other things if I wanted to. Yes, you certainly could. Uh, we try to equalize things within a family. So um, oftentimes we'll get undesignated gifts from other sources as well. And so if we see that maybe um, two kids that came in from one sponsor got a little bit more than requested and another kid got exactly what was requested, we'll pull something out of our our uh, you know supplies okay. and attitude just to you know keep My mom and dad were so paranoid about that as well. Yeah. My sisters and I were growing up. You know, everything had to be equal. We didn't want to be seen as treating one kid better or one kid worse than the other. Exactly. And I don't know that us kids would have made that big, big a deal about it, but they were very concerned about it. And it's great that you are, you are as well. So if you are going to be doing the shopping, make sure that you get in fairly early. Don't put it off until December twentieth because at that point we're a little behind the eight ball. That's right. And we have to remember too that this is all run by volunteers and they would like to do their Christmas shopping and really? their Christmas cooking. <laughs> <laughs> so they need a few days before Christmas of not being in at the store organizing these things. How many volunteers do you have now? Oh my, um, you know, we have them go in and out so much. I would say that we end up with um, maybe four or five people each day at the free store. Um, and then we have, for each program, we'll have people that help in, in various ways off-site as well as on-site. So okay. I can't really tell you. Um, I can tell you the, the hours involved that we collect a, um, about 5,000 hours of volunteer time from our volunteers every year. What kind of volunteers do you need? I mean, obviously the first thing people would think of is maybe some staff at the store. Right. But these other programs, you need some like administrative help, accounting help, that kind of thing? Well, right now we have been blessed with a wonderful um, treasurer who has accounting experience. We were at a loss for a while and we're going to hire someone. Um, in fact, we did hire for about a month and then we had this other person step up. But we, we can have help with grant writing, with grant research, uh, to see what's out there for us. Um, I've got a volunteer who's looking for our mortgage when we have to re-up our mortgage in a couple of years. He's already looking for us, you know, to find various. There, is, there are just a host of different things that can be done. We have uh, someone who washes items that are brought in, but they're dirty. Um, so she takes them home and she washes. You know, so there are a number of remote things too. Um, sometimes we have to stand back and say, okay, you know, <laughs> how can we put this person to work? I know that there's a way. And, uh, but we can always find something for a volunteer to do. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a 20-hour-a-week commitment. No, not at all. So if you have just a little time on your hands, uh, you can certainly volunteer at the Angel Mission. Right. Uh, how do you get in touch? Um, through our website is, is probably the easiest way to do it. Now, I should mention that we are specifically looking for a, a food pantry manager. Our current one is wanting to retire. Um, I think, well, I'm not going to say what her age is, but let me tell you, she's she's got <laughs> amazing energy, but she is well deserving of retirement. Um, but we would like to get someone on board who would be interested in managing the food pantry in enough time that we can train them in because she's she's an amazing woman. The uh, Western Michigan Feeding America program was yeah. just 
thoroughly enthralled with with Marty, um, the way she keeps her records, and she's just wonderful for for the position. But she could train someone in. Absolutely. And, yeah. So, and that one I assume does take a bit of a commitment. Yes, that does. That's uh, two days a week, Wednesday and Saturday. Um, now the food pantry is only open for three hours, but Marty's usually there for an hour ahead and an hour afterwards, um, or you know, reorganizing, cleaning, uh, making sure that all of her paperwork is done. She does have an assistant too. Gail helps her out um, on the food pantry days. So there is that specific need that yes. you have, and folks can get in touch if that is the case. The Angel Mission Tree, I want to ask one sure. uh, follow, <coughs> excuse me, one final question on that. Is it better to have somebody take the thing and purchase the items, or is it better to have just have somebody come in and write a check and you go out and purchase the items? We like to have sponsors do it just because I think it's fun for them. You the know, personal touch is a great thing. Yeah, it is. And it is. I suppose that it's a, a you know, there, there's a much better feeling knowing that some child is opening gifts that you purchased right. on Christmas morning, even though they won't know that they came from you, right. than knowing that, uh, yeah, they used my check. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll never, we'll never uh, say no to a check, but, you know, we'd love to have you sponsor. So if you want to get involved again with the angel mission, uh, the angel tree, which isn't a tree anymore, <laughs> I'm thoroughly disillusioned here. Sherry, we'll have to find a tree just for you. What we get a picture of a tree or a, okay. <laughs> a poster or something like that to hang up behind it because it's just, a, it just seems wrong at this point. Get in touch with the angel mission. They are so busy through the holiday period and the need is greater than ever here in the Copper Country, and they're working very hard to fill it. Sherry Middle, Miss Brown, thank you for coming in for Copper Country today again. Well, thank you, Todd. It's always a pleasure to sit down with you and have a chat. And blessings to you and everybody at the Angel Mission and, and the good work too. you do.